This is the Dennis Miller Option. Your source of opinions, stories, and laughs from comedian slash comedian Dennis Miller and his guy Friday Christian Blatt. So let's light that candle, Hiroshi. Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Miller. Hey, folks. Welcome to the uh, Dennis Miller Option. I'm your host, uh, Dennis Miller. Oddly enough, I'm Christian Blatt in the sidecar. We're joined by, I just downloaded Paul's book on uh, Kindle at this moment. We'll be here for the rest of our lives, a swinging showbiz saga book, nine ninety nine on Kindle. If you want to jump over there, I just downloaded it Thank because you I did so not, much. I did not know this romp down memory lane even existed. There's so many books flying over the transom, but this is uh, uh, the coolest cat in the room, Paul Schaefer. Please, Paul, how are you? Pleased to be here, Dennis. I couldn't be better. Uh, looking forward to spending this time with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's about time we spent some time together. together. See, we it's could do a, a number. We open with a number, and we're off. <laughs> <laughs> I Law Wagner to your Carol. I um I just saw Paul in uh, Las Vegas. He's got and by the way, when when I was there, the mini residency was just completing for 2018, and I I assume it would seem like it was swinging and it was well attended and I was hoping it would be picked up. What do you know, Paul? Have you heard anything for the next year? No, I think, you know, um, the powers that be, uh, you know, are going to see how I did. And I think thanks to you, I had a very swinging weekend, actually, the last time. Yeah. Uh, Because people, you know, the word gets around uh, because we uh, promote it. (laughs) And we say Dennis Miller's going to be there. And I think, you know, boy, you... You really, we had a sold-out crowd for you, as we did uh, the night before when uh, your old, our old pal Richard Belzer appeared with me. The bells. Uh, I know the bells rose to the occasion <laughs> and did um, Jagger, he did, uh, Dylan is an old Jew. I don't, <laughs> I Folks, don't, I don't know if you were ever, perchance, strolled through Gotham in the mid to late 70s, but the bells... Stood astride, catch a rising star like uh, Anton LaVey meets Jackie Mesa. I mean, he was the man. And, Paul, I guess you guys used to uh, SNL sort of dovetails with that. Did you go up to catch often and see the bells? Because he was a piece of work. Pre-SNL, really. You know, he was one of the first people that I met when I got to New York. I came to New York 74 from uh, Toronto, Canada, and I came into do a, um, a Broadway show. I was playing the pit in a Broadway show in 74. The Magic Show, mm-hmm. uh, featuring the uh, late, great Doug Henning. Right. Uh, but I knew uh, already from the, the kids uh, like Brian Doyle Murray and Joe Flaherty, who were two guys from Chicago, the Second City nightclub, who were charged with going up to Toronto and uh, t- uh, casting a nightclub show for Second City up there. Mm-hmm. Finding talented kids and and teaching them how to do the improv comedy style of uh, Second City, and uh, I had met Brian there. We became fast friends. He introduced me around when I got to New York, um, and one of the people I met was Belzer. In fact, there was a party. They were putting together a show. Now again, pre Saturday Night Live, so about seventy four or so, mm-hmm. uh, in a little in a cabaret in Midtown, a National Lampoon uh, review. Uh, with music and uh, satirical sketches. And this show had ha- Harold Ramis and it had uh, Belushi and Bill and Brian Murray and Gilda. 
doing topical uh, things. Um, and there was a party that took place, which I attended, where they were kind of showing off the stuff they were working on, getting ready for this party, like the coolest I just gotten here from Canada, you know, <laughs> from the slope, the ski slopes. Mm-hmm. I knew how to wax my skis. That was about it. And here I am, and there's a guy there, Belzer, and he says, I got to go do a set at Catch already. I'm, you know, what's a set and what's Catch? <laughs> you know, turns out he's a stand-up comic. And he says, I'm going to go do a set. I'm coming right back. And sure enough, he came, he came back to the party. And I said, I am lucky enough to know a comic now who leaves a party and goes and does a set and then returns. I thought I was in, in, you know, in hippie heaven. Yeah, uh, you were waxing your skis and bells, waxing poetic on stage. And, folks, I'm telling you, it was, it was rough and tumble freeform with Belzer. He was the first guy, Paul, who uh, hipped me to the fact that they didn't necessarily want you to be acquiescent and ask Kissy up there. They wanted you to be good at it. And Bells was making no effort to woo them. And no. therefore, it was intoxicating to the crowd. Uh, that's what I always loved about Richard, his complete indifference to being an ass kisser up there. Well, not only that, but you if you knew him, you got to, uh, as we used to call it, descend into his world. Because as he was hosting those evenings, he would bring on a comic, and then he would go down into the very hip basement of the club. And if you were cool enough, you could join him down there. You know, there's no waitresses and there's no comics and there's just pipes dripping on you. But, you know, Pacino might be down there. God knows. It was so cool. This is 78, you know, 79-ish. No, before that, as I say, even before that. Uh, It was like that Hieronymus Bosch litho of the underworld where you you have uh, grasshoppers eating humans. (laughs) We were down there, yeah. And that's where he wanted to be. And then later on, I, I, I mentioned it in Las Vegas. I ran into you. I was leaving the club one night, and you were coming in, or vice versa. You had just, you're working out some things, and you were doing work weekend update at that time. And first of all, I, I, I still, although I had done five, my five years on that show, I still couldn't believe there was a guy like you who was writing his own stuff, trying it out in a club, and then going to go on and do it on live television. And I said, and when is your thing? And I said, you don't, uh, I don't see you in many sketches, though. Really, just the update. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. You said, yeah, no, I don't do too much else. And I said, man, <laughs> man this guy's got it together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's when we met at, at Cash. I think the first time we ever really conversed. Yeah. Well, you were coming in and I was going out. Always reminds me of uh, Steve Martin's great oh. story about the, the Vanity Fair party. I know it, but <laughs> I want to hear you do it again. Well, Marty told me. Marty is like the interlocutor for every hip rejoinder or ripos that goes on in show business. Marty Short will expedite it to the next person. Yes. He told me that Steve was uh, leaving the 2009-10 summer in their Vanity Fair party. Russell Brand's entering. Steve's, ah, that's too bad. I wanted to talk to you. I'm going out, though, as you're coming in. And uh, Russell Brand said, yeah, it's a metaphor. Yes. <laughs> and God bless Steve for telling that story on himself. I you know, know. <laughs> Russell sort of got him on that. Yeah, very, uh, uh, very hip, though. Something that, uh, yeah, Steve will, if it's that good, Steve will have to pass the story on, even if he's the, the bit of the butt of the joke. And, and God bless him for it. Now, Paul, yeah. um, who else came into the, explain the mini, mini residence. And by the way, folks, it's at Caesar's Palace. 
Uh, look for it next year, I'm hoping. And it's at a very hip lounge called Cleopatra's Barge. Yeah. And uh, who else came in? It's over an the... iconic bar. You know, it's an iconic lounge. Dating back, dating back to the days when they had live entertainment uh, in these lounges. And there was a time when, you know, Shecky Green and Don Rickles and these people were, you know, making their bones there. 